Okay, first up, important thing. Do you call it a bedside table or is it a nightstand? I think I have come to the conclusion that that depends where you are in the world. And I would love to know whether you are a bedside table or a nightstand kind of person. And you might be wondering why I'm talking about what you have by the side of your bed on a health and fitness podcast. But bear with me, it is all going to make complete sense. Now, before we get started on today's episode, I wanna loop you in on a couple of things. First of all, you've probably heard me talk about the weight loss framework. I am so excited for the women who have already jumped onto that course. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the weight loss framework is about you taking control of your health, your fitness, and also your time. And through this online course, I show you how to get clear on the goal that you have. I teach you nutrition, fitness and cycle syncing so that you can understand the steps that you need to take to hit that goal. And the final piece of the puzzle is we work through your time. We look at time management. We look at your schedule. I help you to get really, really super organized. I help you to prioritize the different responsibilities that you have in your life. And you're gonna walk away with an action plan an action plan that has a clear goal, it has clear action steps, and you know exactly where your time is going so that you can make sure that you are giving that goal that is important to you the time and the space that it needs so that you can hit that goal. The course is an online course which allows you to work through it at your own pace but you're not on your own in this process because accountability and community support really is key when you are on a health and fitness journey. So as well as the course you're going to get access to some group Q&A sessions where you can jump on, you can meet other women who are going through the same process as you and you can ask me and them questions If you are facing any challenges, maybe it would be a great opportunity for you to meet another mum and build a great friendship and even have an accountability partner. And I think this is one of the key things that makes this course different is that support, that community that you're gonna have from the other mums who are going through the same process, but also you can jump in and you can ask me any questions that you have. It's like having a personal trainer in your pocket. And as well as the weight loss framework, you also get access to my Cycle Syncing 101 course where I teach you the basics of cycle syncing. I help you to understand what is going on with your body, how you can use that information to better inform your nutrition, your fitness, but also your productivity. If this sounds like something you need and perhaps you're getting a little bit of a nudge from the Holy Spirit, go and take some action, my friend. Click the link in the show notes. There is a payment plan available for you as well. I'm really excited to see your transformation and let's dig into today's episode. Welcome to the Fit Productive Mum podcast. Are you fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy? Are you frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can stick with forever? Do you wish there was an easy way to work with your body to really transform your health from the inside out? 
Hey, I'm SJ and after 14 years of teaching, I took the leap into the entrepreneur space so I know how hard it can be to grow a business while still being a present mummy and that your needs come and last, leaving you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. In this podcast, I will give you the tools you need to reclaim your energy and time so you can finally love the life you're in. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited to keep you accountable, be your coach, give you some tough love and laugh with you. Let's come together and make things happen. Okay, now I got so excited talking about the weight loss framework that I forgot to tell you about a couple of other things. Now, first of all, I just want to give you the heads up that at the moment I'm dropping three podcasts a week on a Monday, a Tuesday and a Thursday. And what is going to happen from the start of this week is I'm just going to scale that back a little because I want to make sure that I have the energy, the time to support the ladies that are going through the weight loss framework. So you're going to hear two episodes from me a week now you're going to get a bigger episode on a Tuesday and then a slightly smaller like updated fitness challenge and a couple of top tips on a Thursday and really the reason for this is I am trying to practice what I preach all the time I've had to check in with my diary with myself with what's going on at home we're coming into the summer season which is crazy time on the farm Chloe's going to be off school for the summer in the not too distant future and I just want to make sure that I have the energy that I need to support the ladies that have committed themselves to going through the weight loss framework who are showing up for these Q&A calls that we have. So that is the reason why. So we're gonna be dropping episodes on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Now, there are a couple of other things that you might want to grab your hands on if you're not in the position to get the weight loss framework right now. I do have a free Facebook community and the link to that is in the show notes. I also have some freebies on my website and the link to my website as well is in the show notes. If you go to the top of the website where it says freebies, pop your email in there and you will get sent a sample meal plan and a sample of some of the online workouts that I use. And you'll also get access to my meal planning masterclass. So loads and loads of free stuff. There is an incredible community within the Facebook group. So if you haven't come over and join us and say hi. Okay, all that being said, let's dig into today's episode. We're talking about organizing your nightstand so that you can get a better night's sleep. Now, you might call it a nightstand, a bedside table, depending on where you are in the world. But ultimately, what we're talking about is that table, that cupboard, that unit that you might have that sits next to your bed that probably has a whole load of stuff in it that you probably don't need. And what we're gonna do today is talk about some of the things that I think you should have on there and some of the things that you probably shouldn't have on there. And the whole purpose of this ultimately is to help you get a better night's sleep. And if you've been around here a while, you know how important I think sleep is. Like I prioritize sleep hugely. 
It's so key to our overall well-being. If you want to be successful in your health goal, in your fitness, if you want to help yourself along your weight loss journey, prioritizing sleep really is important. Because without sleep, think about what you're like when you don't sleep. Like you're cranky, you're grumpy, you don't want to do a workout, your kids are getting on your nerves, you want to eat all the carbs and all the sugar. So for me, in my mind, I really do think that sleep is important. And if you are at the start of a health and fitness journey, really dig into your sleep are you getting enough sleep? And if you scroll down some of the episodes here, you'll see where I'm talking about sleep and the importance of it and how it can impact your weight loss. But today I want to talk about what we keep next to our bed and the importance of that when it comes to our overall well-being to improving our sleep. Now, I don't know what your nightstand or your bedside table looks like, how big it is, but I just wanted to talk about some of the things that you might have on there. And I would love for you to jump into our Facebook community. Come on over, show me what you've got in your nightstand, some of the things that you think are really important to have on there, some of the things that you think we shouldn't have on there. Come and tell me, what have you got on yours? I would love to know. And I will say that this episode was sort of prompted by something that I saw on Pinterest where I saw someone showing how organized their bedside table was and some of the things that they had on there. And it really got me thinking about what I had on mine. And I'll be honest with you, before I did this episode, I had a really, really good tidy up. I got rid of things, I cleaned it out, I made sure it was a really, really nice, tidy, clear space. And I think that's kind of the first point that I want to make about this, is our rooms need to be where we sleep need to be calming and relaxing and almost like a safe haven. And there's nothing better is there than at the end of the day when you're tired and you're stressed and you just go into your bedroom and it's just this really lovely calming space. And I think that's why it's important to have a tidy bedside table, a tidy nightstand to help you to calm your mind down, to wind down and to help you get a better night's sleep. Okay, so what do I have on mine? So first of all, one of the things I have that is just above mine, sort of next to it, is a pin board. And it's like a board that I got from Ikea and Tim just like put a couple of screws in the wall and popped it in place. And I do have these particular boards throughout the house. But on this one, I've got some shelves, I've got a couple of like containers that you can like clip into the board. And I keep things like, um, there's some little clips that you can get and I clip pictures, like pictures of Chloe and I, pictures of my family, the dogs, um, just kind of like really important images and pictures because where I sleep, I lie on my side and I can see those pictures as I'm, as I'm going to bed and going to sleep. And I also really like to wake up and see those kind of like positive things because they really help me to sort of, you know, think about being grateful for the day, the things that are important to me, the people really that are important to me. 
So that's one of the things that I do have. It's not on my nightstand, but it's above it. And it's just like, I just love it. It's just such a nice thing to look at before I go to sleep and a lovely, lovely thing to wake up to in the morning. So like I said, I got that from Ikea. It's not expensive. And they've got a whole load of like different accessories, like little clips and little shelves. I've got some pots. I put like my makeup brushes in. Um, like those kind of things and I also keep some other bits and pieces that I'm going to talk about on that as well and it really depends on how much space you've got and what what you need to have on there okay so that's the pin board the second thing that I do have is a bible and a prayer journal and a pen so obviously as a Christian the Bible is really important to me. I really like to spend some time in scripture before I go to bed in prayer, just reflecting on the day. I do also have a prayer journal where I write down things that I'm grateful for, prayers that I have. It doesn't need to be anything fancy. It can just literally be a notepad. And I just like to have that there at hand so that I, well, it's basically to remind myself to do it because otherwise I kind of get into bed and fall asleep and forget about everything else. But it's there as a as a reminder and it's something that's really important for me to spend time in God's word, reflecting on his word before I go to sleep. Okay, the next thing that I have are essential oils and a diffuser. Now I managed to get like a really small little diffuser that I got from a company called Neil's Yard that we have here in the UK, but I'm sure you could find them off of Amazon. It's a really, really small one. You just pop like a little bit of water in it. And then I have my essential oils that I keep in one of those pots on the board that I mentioned earlier. And the oils that I tend to use, um, the main one really is something called lavender. And I also use some blends from doTERRA, doTERRA? doTERRA I'm sure it's doTERRA yeah from doTERRA I use something called balance which I actually just put a couple of drops in my hands rub my hands together and smell that before I go to bed I've got lavender diffusing in the diffuser and then I also have another blend from doTERRA called console and this is quite a calming soothing blend for if I've sort of had a day where I'm really upset and like I'm a bit hormonal or that sort of thing. It's a really, really nice blend as well. So I really recommend having a diffuser and some oils and diffusers are great because I know you might possibly have a candle by the side of your bed, but diffusers, because they're water-based and they sh the ones that I have, they shut off when the water level's low, it's a far safer way of having some really, really nice smells going around your room. And essential oils are incredibly powerful and really, really, a really great tool when it comes to helping you get a better night's sleep. Okay, the next thing I do have in my bedside table or in my nightstand is a gua sha. And hopefully I've said that. So it's a rose quartz gua sha and I have some facial oil as well. And there is, um, I have a friend who is here in the UK called Sasha, who has an amazing business. She teaches massage. She creates all of her own like products and facial oils. And I've got a rose oil from her. If you're in the UK, you can grab it. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Um, but if you're not, you can get those anywhere. And doTERRA, I think, do um, a face oil as well. 
And just before I go to bed, I just do a really, really simple like gua sha facial, just to sort of like, you know, help my skin. Honestly, I'm not a pro. <laughs> I'm telling you now, I'm definitely not a pro, but it's just a really nice little wind down routine. And I mean, Tim bless him, like he'll sit there while I'm sort of rubbing this gua sha over my face and we'll have a little bit of a chat and, you know, just kind of catch up on, on the day and what's going on. But it's a really nice thing to do just for yourself, just a little bit of self-care. And I'm sure it helps your skin as well. And it's meant to be good for lymphatic drainage. But like I said, I am not a beauty professional, but definitely um have one of those on my bedside table really really love it okay next on the nightstand is a light to read with I don't know about you but as I've got older I can certainly tell my eyesight is not getting better so I need a good light to be able to read my bible to make notes in my prayer journal now the other thing that I do have is a notepad or I have some sticky notes because let's be honest, like how many times do you lie in bed and you're thinking about all of your to-do list? Oh yeah, I've got to wake up in the morning and I've got to do this and I've got to get the kids' lunches ready and I need to remember to make sure to go and take the dog to the vet. Like all of that stuff that's running around your head all of the time that is stopping you from getting to sleep. So that's why I have a notepad and pen by the side of my bed because I really find that, and you might find this too, that if I take that stuff out of my head and actually write it down, it helps me to go to sleep quicker because I don't have this running to-do list. Oh yeah, I need to remember this. I need to remember that. And if you've written it down, you're not gonna forget it because you've written it down. It just gives you like that sense of peace from doing that. Okay, the other thing I have is on my nightstand, and this might make you laugh, are earplugs. And it's not because like Tim is a really noisy sleeper, but it's because I am such a light sleeper. And I found I've always struggled with sleep. I've always been really, really sensitive to noise at night and anything and everything would wake me up. And when I had Chloe, it was really, really heightened incredibly heightened and every single like snuffle movement I was like ping wide awake sleep is a challenge for me which is one of the reasons why I think I prioritize it so much so I do have some earplugs and I sleep on my side with an earplug in my ear to stop me from waking up from all of like the little noises and it's really funny when you think about it because where we live in the middle of nowhere the loudest noise is like an owl hooting <laughs> where we live so it's really fortunate that I don't live in a more urban area because I probably would really struggle because I really really do struggle with sleep and I'm really sensitive to sound so I challenge you to do that and honestly if you're there worrying that you're not going to wake up if your kid cries or something I promise you you will there's like mum I call it like mum radar like I can still hear Chloe if she's got if there's a problem if she gets up to go to the toilet whatever it is I can still hear her even though I sleep with earplugs in so you will be absolutely fine I'm sure Okay, the next thing that I have is water and the water serves a couple of purposes actually. So the water I can use to top up the diffuser so I don't have to get out of bed if I can't be bothered. And the other thing with the water as well is it's there for the morning 
because when I wake up in the morning, I don't know about you, but I find myself incredibly dehydrated. So I really like to have water. But one of the worst things, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, is if you put water in a plastic bottle and then you wake up in the morning and it's all warm and you're just like, I don't want to drink that. So what I do is I get some really cold water from like the fridge or um, your refrigerator if you've got one of those like cold water dispensers. I put it into a metal like insulated cup or like bottle. You know the ones that I mean, don't you? They're metal. They're the ones that sort of help keep the heat in. And I also put a little bit of ice in there as well. At the moment, I'm using this like cup with a metal straw, which like I'm obsessed about and I just take it everywhere with me and I annoy people with it. But I use that and then when I wake up in the morning, it is still cold. So it's not like that warm, yucky kind of water. It's it's still fairly chilled and it's there and it's really, really nice just to kind of like start drinking water in the morning to wake you up. And also you can use the water to add to the diffuser. And also the water is gonna help the next thing that is on my bedside table, which is a plant. And I will share a little something with you about plants and I. Tim is a farmer. I am not green fingered. Like growing stuff, gardening is not my department. I'm great with animals. I'm really good at tidying and organizing and keeping things clean plants are not my thing but it was this thing on Pinterest that I mentioned earlier that got me thinking about like our nightstand and one of the things that this lady had put in her blog and I can't remember her name but it was really good she was talking about having a plant by the side of your bed and how important it is to for to have something like that like a living thing that is helping to oxygenate the room, take out some carbon dioxide, and that it's just a nice thing to have in your bedroom. And I have recently put a plant on my bedside table, and I have to say, I do like it. The water is there also to help me to remember to water it. So yeah, wish me luck with that, because I'm not great with plants. And maybe you could even tell me what type of plant it is because I really have no clue. (laughs) And perhaps you might be able to give me some advice on the kind of plants that are easy to look after and the ones that I'm less likely to kill. So yeah, I've managed to actually keep this plant alive for like the past two years through a couple of house moves as well. So this one is holding on strong It's actually um, a plant that has a pot that Chloe decorated with her handprints as well. It's just like a terracotta pot. And she put, we did like some pot painting one day and she put her handprints on it. And I've actually managed to keep this plant alive. So that is a huge success. Okay, so those are the things that I have by the side of my bed, things that I think are important. One of the things that I will just say here is I know a lot of you might be thinking, okay, well, we've got the Bible, but what about a book? And I think if you are somebody who can read a book and fall asleep with a book, I think that's brilliant. And you should definitely have books. Like, I think you should have books everywhere. But for me, I don't have books by my bedside. 
And the reason for that is because I don't tend to read too much before I go to bed because rather than switching my brain off, it often has the opposite effect and it turns it on and then I can't shut it down and I can't go to sleep. So I think the book side of things really does depend if you are somebody who like can fall asleep with a book then that's great but if it's likely to kind of set you off and step set off like your train of thought again then I think that's something to avoid okay now talking about avoiding what are the things that we should not have by the side of our bed and I bet you know what I'm gonna say and number number one is of course our phone and I was like oh gosh, I'm going to say this and people are going to hate me and (laughs) it's okay, I don't mind if you do. But I think it's quite important to put your phone and your phone charger somewhere away from your bed. And I put mine over the other side of the room so that I do actually have to get out of my bed to turn the alarm off. And I also, with my phone charger, I have an iWatch and I put my phone and my iWatch together right over the other side of the room. And one of the things I do make sure is I kind of like tuck them into sort of like a little bit of a cubby hole so that like if they light up or anything like that the light doesn't disturb us it doesn't light the room up because there's an awful lot of evidence out there about blue light and actually having light in your room can be really really disruptive to your sleep so I think if you can find a way of making sure on top of that that your phone and your chargers are all over the other side of the room that they're not actually causing any light in your room and making sure your room is as dark as possible that's going to help you to get a better night's sleep and I think really for me in my mind anything electrical like anything like if you've got a tv if you've got anything that is electrical and has a light on it like if you're if you've got a tv in your room and like no judgment here I'm not a massive fan of tvs in the room like Tim wants one so we do have one I try not, we we don't watch it before we go to bed. He's one of those people who can literally get into bed, put his head on the pillow and fall asleep. Like Tim will sleep anywhere. When we used to have lambs on our farm and it was lambing, like I would phone him at like three o'clock in the morning because I would wonder where he was and he'd fallen asleep in the barn with the lambs. So he's one of those lucky people that will sleep anywhere. But for me, I really think it's important if you do have like a TV or any other electrical devices is to turn them off at the wall so you don't have any like blinking lights or anything like that that could potentially disturb your sleep. So as you can tell, I am obsessed with sleep. I think it's incredibly important and I know it's hard when you have young children and you don't have control over whether they're going to wake up if they're ill or all of those things. But that being said, you can control your sleep. And this, I think, is one of the things that you can do to help you get better quality sleep. When you do go to bed and you can get sleep, you want to make sure it's the best sleep that you can get. And I think having a tidy nightstand, a great bedside table, like items that are going to help you sleep that's going to go a long way to getting better quality sleep. So I would love to hear what you think. Come and find me over in the Facebook group. Come and find me on Instagram at Fit Productive Mum. 
If you found this episode helpful, please share it in your stories. Leave me a review if you are on Apple because that really does help other people to find this podcast. Don't forget the Facebook group because perhaps you could take like a before and after picture if you decide that you're gonna have a bit of a tidy up, maybe take some things off your nightstand, maybe share a before and after picture with me over in the Facebook group or in your Instagram and and tag me. I would love, 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 love to see that. Don't forget about the weight loss framework. The link is in the show notes. If you are thinking about starting a health and fitness journey, you absolutely want that in your toolkit because it gives you everything that you need to be successful. This isn't a quick fix diet. This is a framework that is sustainable. It's gonna grow and change as you do. It's something you're gonna keep coming back as your goal and your priorities change. And finally, don't forget, we're going to be just dropping episodes on a Tuesday and a Thursday now. So I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.